The following program is a presentation of the Radio Talking Book Service in Omaha, Nebraska. RTBS programming is intended solely for individuals who cannot read conventional print due to a disability. Ineligible listeners risk infringing on copyright law, and RTBS is not responsible for any violations that may occur. It's time now for today's edition of Community Conversations. It's the interview program in which we dialogue with voices from the Omaha community. And here's your host for Community Conversations. Let's welcome Cammie Carlisle. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Community Conversations. I'm Cammie Carlisle, and today we welcome Earth Day Omaha's President Angie Remington and Volunteer Stage Manager and MC Rob Walters. Welcome. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks, Cammie. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I love Earth Day. I love it so much. Before we get into it, though, tell us a little bit about your backgrounds and how you came to even be part of Earth Day Omaha. Um, sure. So uh, as you mentioned, my name is Angie Remington. I have been here in Omaha since 2008. I have worked in the, the sort of nonprofit realm for my entire career here so far. So um, I guess as far as my, my background as a planet warrior that started in elementary school, um, <laughs> I have this literally written down when my school had a milk jug recycling competition and I wanted to win it. So I love it. I hit up, I, that's also when I became a little uh, community organizer and I hit up the entire neighborhood. We did, I did win the milk jug recycling competition. I also used to go around my neighborhood and pick up trash, especially like after somebody had been teepeed, my parents would have to like come grab me. And they were like, can you not? Like, you don't have to pick up everyone's trash. Um, so I, you know, but this was like the height of the redu- reduce, reuse, recycle era. So we really cared about the ozone. Um, and that was sort of my entree into uh, sustainability. And then I joined the Earth Day board back in 2014, 2015. Wow. Um, when I ran into a former board member at an event, I had ridden my bike there and he said, Oh, Hey, do you like to ride your bike? You should join this board. So I've been on the board ever, ever since and helped plan this event. Wow. That's cool. I love it that you were a little girl and already into this. That's amazing. So Rob, what's your story? How did you get involved with Earth Day Omaha? Um, I think similarly growing up, um, in my teenage years, just through friends and, uh, you know, meeting friends, parents that were more community involved, mm-hmm. you know, really sort of got tuned into uh, the power of community. And, you know, to me, it's common sense to take care of the planet um, and not abuse the planet. So those things always aligned with some of my um, ideals. Um, I'm also a big supporter of Omaha in the creative community that's come out of Omaha, you know, in my lifetime, I grew up, um, going to see shows at the ranch bowl and the cog factory and things like that. And I've always appreciated kind of Omaha's almost like DIY kind of attitude to providing that more creative culture, uh, music culture, things like that. And so I think this is a great event bringing those two things together. I sort of became involved pre-pandemic. The last Earth Day that happened in the park was what, 2018? 2019. 19. Wow. And uh, I noticed Angie on stage in seeing the event and we're old friends. And I sort of, that 
led to a conversation of her saying, I really have no idea what I'm doing up there. Like you should help me do it next time. And then the pandemic came. So here we are three years later. And a few months ago, she texted me and said, do you still have your band? Do you want to play? Do you want to help me sort of book some of the stage entertainment? And I was happy to jump on board. Excellent. Excellent. So this hasn't happened since 2019. So I'm guessing this is going to be a party in the park. Because people are ready to get out and ready to be out with other people. So tell me, how did Earth Day Omaha even come about? When did it start and how did it get started? I knew you were going to ask me that question. Uh, I know that it first started in 1979 because this is the 33rd annual event. And actually, Omaha's Earth Day event is one of the longest running consecutive community events in the country. So we even, we had Earth Day the last two years. They were just, the first one was virtual in 2020. 2021 was very small, pared down in the park. We didn't have music or anything like that, but we've been, you know, possibly maybe one of the longest running consecutive events in the world. That's kind of hard to verify. So, um, but we're just really excited to be back in person this year. And I guess to answer the second part of your question, how did it come about? um, You know, I just, it was a, community of leaders who cared about the the planets and, and cared about um, preserving our planet for future generations. And I think around the time that the event started here, there had been a movement to start an international Earth Day for about a decade beforehand. So um, yeah, just took some really, some community activists and some some community leaders to come together and launch it. Very good. And I love that it's run this long. I remember it back when I was a young lady and how much I loved it. And the fact that we're still doing it is amazing. So Earth Day, so you said about 10 years, so maybe late 60s, the actual Earth Day movement got started. Yes, that's my understanding. Yeah, okay, that sounds about right. Sure. The, the mm-hmm. hippies, you know, that, that, that works for me. So Earth Day Omaha, what is the ultimate goal of this whole celebration? So as an organization, our goal is really to increase public awareness of environmental issues. And we do that through the Earth Day events and the activities that happen at the park on Earth Day. Um, We're also part of the Earth Day Network, which is an international network coordinating Earth Day events worldwide. Um, And then this year, we're really excited to uh, partner with Green Omaha Coalition to put on the event as well. Um, and I would be remiss to not mention that our event is sponsored by OPPD this year as well. And they've all, they've been great community partners of ours as long as I've been involved with the event. So it's exciting to have them back again and helping us put on this event in person and for the first time in three years. Yeah, definitely. So as the years have kind of ticked by, a lot of changes obviously have happened on this planet. A lot of them not so good for the earth or the climate. So with Earth Day Omaha, have you added new things or new booths or new things that maybe haven't been around before? Um, I know like composting is huge, right? So, I mean, is there anything new this year? Um, you know, I can say we always have a sort of, a different rotation of businesses or organizations or schools that are coming. And um, there's a lot of old studies. There's a lot of organizations or, or businesses that have been doing this for so long. Like they look forward to this event every year. They know that this is their chance to come showcase the work they're doing and their dedication to environmental sustainability um, and to reach like-minded folks as well. And then every year we have some new surprises that pop up. As well, and maybe this is a good opportunity for Rob to tell you about some of the things happening in the park that day. 
Yeah, please. Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot. I thought I only needed, okay, here we go. Um, this is from the script. You can cut this part out, right? But, uh, yep. I was ready to talk about the musicians, not the, uh, you can, yeah, this is a great I spot to talk about from that. My, from my yeah. experience attending years prior and just some of the things we have listed here, um, a lot of the exhibitions and booths are obviously environmentally and sustainability focused. Um, so that kind of line of booths we have is this environmental expo that's environmental, environmentally friendly items for sale, education. Ugh, I can't. Let me start over again, right? <laughs> um, the line of booths will be like an environmental expo with some environmentally friendly items for sale, lots of education materials, fun activities and giveaways, things like seeds, things to help you maybe start some growing projects at home, um, and really kind of educational opportunities to show the community what kind of things we can do in our day-to-day lives to improve sustainability. Um, we also have uh, two years worth of Friends of the Environment Awards that will be awarded covering 2021 and 2022 to kind of make up for the smaller event last year. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be some food courts, uh, food trucks, excuse me, uh, kind of a food court of food trucks um, so people can get food. There'll be some local breweries down there selling beer and wine and things like that. Um, Scout Dry Goods and Trade is having a textile waste exhibition, which are clothes and garments and items made from recycled materials, trash materials, things like that. So I think that'll be kind of an interesting, creative look at how to uh, reuse materials. Um, The statewide Arboretum and Forest Service We'll do a tree climbing event on one of the big trees. In the past, they've kind of done it up the hill towards the golf course, and they put a bunch of uh, ropes and harnesses on a tree, and kids can climb up and down, kind of like a mountain climbing uh, gear kind of set up. Have you tried that? that. Uh, We're going to kick off the day with yoga in the park, so an outdoor kind of yoga class that anyone is welcome to participate in. And then the end of the day, we have a lineup of some great uh, live entertainment, some bands that are going to play just to have some fun thrown in at the end of the day. Sure. So who are the bands that are playing? We have, I'm very excited that we have two graduated official real live bands from Omaha Girls Rock, which is a local nonprofit uh, that supports young women uh, forming bands, learning how to play instruments and writing songs together as a band. And one of the bands is called Until, and the other band is Nothing Rhymes with Orange. And they're both a great group of young women that have awesome songs and awesome music to play. Uh, That'll be followed up by uh, my band, which is called Bear Bear, which I'd like to describe kind of as 90s, Glam rock more than anything. Nice. Uh, DJ Tyrone Storm, who's a local DJ that likes to sort of delve in soul music, will be filling in kind of the stage change over times 
And then our two headlines are Adam Soul Music, which is a nice uh, soul kind mm-hmm. of outfit, and Marcy Yates, who's a hip-hop artist who runs Culture House in Omaha. Wow, that's a great lineup. I mean, really good. Like, I'm going to have to camp out all day. Yeah, we're really excited about that. Yeah, I think yeah I'm hoping, you know, so far, maybe a chance of thunderstorms, but as long as they come later in the evening, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, I think if it rains, I think all of us will be, like, just dancing in the rain with happiness, right? Cause I hope. I do, too. So tell me about the effect that maybe that you think that this has had on Omaha residents. Do you think that people are taking what you're offering and taking it back home and implementing these lifestyle changes like, you know, recycling? I mean, simple things we can do. Do you think it has a big effect on people here? I think, yes, I think it does. Well, I I say it has a small effect, but on a mass scale. And that's what we're really going for, right? This idea that if you can't do it perfectly, you shouldn't do it at all is really harmful. So the goal is to help people give them really small ways to incorporate sustainability into their daily lives, especially because so many of the the products and the lifestyles out there are not accessible for folks based on, you know, economic income or physical abilities. So People need to be able to find the small ways that work for them to feel like they're contributing. Um, and that's what they can come find at Earth Day. You know, there'll be a demonstration tent with things like how to compost or, um, you know, you can find some, you know, we'll have some electronic recycling there in the parks. You can bring some electronics you've been holding on to. That's always really popular, actually. Um and then I'm, I don't know if we're doing, last year we did some um, yard waste collection. Okay. Well. Maybe don't quote me on that one. But yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's a great way for, there are, there will be some things there. There will be some vendors who are selling solar panels or certain products that are not um, available to everyone. So but there's also a lot of opportunities there for someone to learn um, how to do, how to, how to collect rainwater and start using rainwater to water their garden, for instance. Um, we'll have an electronic vehicle showcase. So again, that's on one end of the scale as, as far as accessibility, but then there's also, there's a clothing swap. So you could come and and bring some of your clothing. And I believe that's for, for every item you bring, you can take one or you can pay a donation also if you'd rather and, and, um, take some clothing as well. So little things like that. I just, I think it's a community effort and everybody doing a little bit together is what makes the difference. Totally agree. So both of you have appreciated the earth, obviously, forever. Tell me what your thoughts are on Omaha and Lincoln in comparison to other big cities. Are we on the same page? Because, like, when I go up to Minneapolis, I'm like, my God, these streets are so clean. There's recycle boxes on every corner. How are we doing here in Nebraska? Well, Well, I think kind of circling back to the last question, I sort of, it's hard to tell, right? And it's sort of hard to know. And I think that's why events like this are such a great opportunity because you can, in a very casual way, interact with some of the people that are more involved in the day-to-day operation of finding solutions to these problems. And it can seem very overwhelming. I think as a society, we 
hear all of these doomsday type of things and global warming and all these, you know, it's too late to save us kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But an event like this puts you face to face with people that are like, oh, here's really easy things you can do at your house to help. Or here's Mm -hmm. a small little thing that's not that much work that maybe seemed overwhelming or inaccessible from the big picture. But then when you actually meet someone that's like, oh, you can just buy this bucket and then compost your garbage. And then you have great fertilizer for your garden. Um, it sort of introduces people to these opportunities that don't seem so overwhelming and so um, massive to kind of solve. Um, and I don't know about Omaha. Yeah, I, I think I we're think getting we have a, I think I always feel like the, you know, something I love about being involved with these kind of community events in Omaha is I do feel like we often fall into more of an underdog category, but I think that's what makes up for these being such great events because everybody really feels like they have to showcase the best they possibly can offer um, to counteract some of that. I don't want to say apathy, but maybe just misinformation or, uh, you know, just not knowing the resources that are out there. Right. So mm-hmm. you brought, you said the word doomsday and it has felt very doomsday ish since, Oh, I don't know, 2016. Um, tell me what your thoughts are on the doomsday clock. So according to that clock, we're like a hundred seconds away from man-made global disaster. Can we turn it around? I mean, it's going to have to be really everybody on board. Right. But some yeah. of these small things do add up. Right. Yeah, I think so. And to that end, um, you know, you asked about, you know, Omaha and Lincoln specifically. And I would say, no, we're terrible as far as policies that encourage environmental sustainability. We, I just saw something yesterday that Nebraska in general is ranked 49th in the nation for like bicycle friendliness. You know, um, well, where do you ride? There's no place, right? I mean, it's not even. Not I just drove the new bike lanes here in Omaha last weekend for the first time, and they were um, just full of de- so much full of so much debris and stuff. That I had to get out of the lanes, so it, it's it defeats the purpose. But I think that something one that a, a lot of people can do that's really important is to participate in your local government and and participate in voting for people who represent your values. Find out how to go to a city council meeting. Um, all of that, you know, is available out there. We can find that information and there's organizations that can provide that information. Um, and, you know, get like-minded people to go with you and, and introduce an issue and ask for a solution from your, hold your elected representatives accountable. And so I think as far as the, the doomsday and can we reverse the damage? Uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a nice, scary metaphor <laughs> to use. Yeah, it is. But it's such uh, a thing. It's such a, I mean, I don't know about you all, but I've lived here my entire life and it's wacky. The weather is nuts. There's no rain. We didn't have hardly any snow. I mean, this is weird. It's a strange, it's yeah. a strange vibe right now. I said to someone earlier, I feel like our, our social and physical environments are conspiring <laughs> to like really <laughs> throw us off. Right. The past couple of years, um, and I think that you know, to some extent, um, well, to a large extent, this is all human-made. Yeah, and to some extent, we'll never know. It, are we a hundred seconds away from global-made disaster? I don't know. I feel like we're in slow-motion catastrophe yeah. Yeah. all the time, and have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's you know, 
we have a culture of convenience. I, I think if we have time, there could eventually be a pendulum swing the other way. Right. Uh, but I don't think it's helpful to use climate change and sustainability as a, as a really divisive political wedge for people. Um, and it, and not to use it as a tool of capitalism, but to like really try to embrace it with love for the planet and love for the environment and wanting to make things better for future generations and trying to reframe it that way for folks, I think will bring people together around it much more effectively than it being used as a political wedge. I agree completely. Absolutely. And we should all care. I mean, this is our home. This is where we live. And when it's gone, so are we. Because the earth really doesn't need us. And I keep telling everybody, I think Mother Nature is just trying to flick us right off the, like, just get out of here. Just go on now. (laughs) Right? Well, and that's where I come back to, you know, the initial question. I think back to my youth and when I sort of became more activist prone, um, it's not trying to scare people or make people feel bad, but it really is just kind of a, uh, there's scary consequences for some of the things we do, but that's not a reason to just give up and right. say whatever. I do think that there's common sense things like that just make sense as we progress as a society, um, you know, moving into electric vehicles or things like that. And again, I'm not trying to make it a political kind of stance, uh, Eventually, those things are cheaper, more sustainable, more, and it's just sort of the practicality of sustainable decisions, I think, will eventually keep turning that page of progress as we uh, move forward as a society. I hope so. I really, really do. So let's talk really quick about giant trash cans here in Omaha. The giant green recycle bins, is that working? Do we know? Is that a weird question? Maybe. But I don't, I no idea. <laughs> the number one thing I, I think that those, they frustrate me because they're not accessible for everyone to mm-hmm. be able to use. Not just based on physical capabilities. That's a huge part of it. But also just on my block, there's houses that like, you'd have to haul these bins up and down flights of stairs. Like, it's really ridiculous. I don't, yeah. I don't, I just wish there had been some more options, but um I don't know. I could use about a quarter the size of a trash and three times the size recycling personally. Right. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> a positive spin, though. Yeah. I think that is one of those examples how um, things are slowly changing. I mean, when I was, you know, 20 years ago, recycling bins weren't even a thing in our vocabulary. Right. And now everyone has one in their household. Yep. Um, the idea that, um, you know, there are multiple electronic char charging stations around. Five years ago, those didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So you see these little signs of these uh, moves towards sustainability uh, happening. And I think, you know, part of it is just having that part of the cultural vernacular in the thought process of people that they're thinking of recycling and renewable resources and things like that. So I'm hoping that keeps moving us forward in that direction. I do too. So let's get back to the actual party in the park. Is that this Saturday, right? Yes. This Saturday from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. at Elmwood Park in Omaha. Perfect. So how's accessibility for those folks that may need it? Is there close parking? Do you have any interpreters? What's the scoops? 
Uh, I will tell you what I do know. Uh, we do have accessible parking available in the sponsor and in the, the pool lot locations. Okay. Um, there's ramp access parking. Um, well, the ramp access is from the streets to the sidewalks. So those are ADA, ADA accessible. Um, we have an ADA restroom available also. Um, kind of, sorry, I'm reading through my fences here. There, um, there's a large video screen for announcements. You okay. should be able to read them as well. We, unfortunately, we don't have any like multilingual services available. Um, I do like the idea of trying to find an ASL interpreter. Maybe we can make that happen by Saturday. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to put that on my list. Um, uh, I have some contacts for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> great. All right. Send them my way. That's a great idea. Um, and then, you know, otherwise it's, it's in an open, uh, area in the park. So we encourage people to bring whatever chairs or whatever that works for them and their bodies, blankets, whatever. Um, there will be amplified sound and, and some strobe lighting or per- perhaps fog. So we just like to give people a heads up on that if that's something that they need to sure. know ahead of time. Now this is rain or shine, right? Rain or shine, okay. yes. Rain or shine, completely free. Everyone is welcome. Okay. All ages. Pets? Can Pet people bring friendly. their animals? Okay. They okay. sure bike can. valets, if you want to ride your bike, there's a bike valet service. Um, right. So it's really easy to just show up anytime during the event and jump right in. Excellent. So over the years, um, Angie, since you've been here since 2014 with this group, do you think that when the people come, are they a lot of return people? Or are you getting a lot of new folks that come to Earth Day to find out stuff? I, I mean, just anecdotally from being here, living in Midtown Omaha for so long, I know that people really look forward to this event mm-hmm. every year. So I think we get a lot of return people. It's usually like the first outdoor spring community event. It's family friendly, but it's also like great if you want to leave your kids at home and go to the beer tent and sit and listen right. to music. It's just like really hits all the best yeah. spots. Like, honestly, I know so many people who bring their kids and they're like, okay, go run through the park. I'm right. gonna be here. I'm going to have some food. I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to sit and listen to music with my friends. I think it just, it's something, this sounds cliche, but it's something for everyone, literally. Yeah. So. Um, I know so many years I've brought my kids when I'm doing the event and I'm like, okay, go have fun. And they come back covered in mud and it's just okay. great. <laughs> so it's and I'm really fun. hoping that this year sort of since it has been a more subdued celebration the last couple of years that people are really ready to come out and sort of oh, yeah. stretch their legs and celebrate a little bit of uh, more freedom than we've had the last couple of years to I be out and so. about socializing. I think people are ready. So it opens at 11. What time does all the music start at? The music starts at noon. We have yoga from from about 11 to 12. And then um, 12 or 12.15, we have David Corbin. David has been a climate advocate in the community for a long time and has played at many, many, many in Earth Day. So we're really excited to have him back to kind of kick off the music in the afternoon. Um, and then it's pretty uninterrupted music, except from one to two o'clock. That's when we do our friend of the environment awards and okay. we'll have some, some brief um, comments from some local speakers as well. All right. So let's uh, share your website. If people want more information, what is your website? The website is earthdayomaha.org. Um, and also I do want to plug that we have an app. We have a passport. Um, Earth Day opportunity available as well. So you can go download the app. 
and there's a lot of, you know, you can go, you go to different businesses or different activities in the community and get a code and you can compete to win prizes. And you can also, so you can also participate in Earth Day that way. And that information is on our website as well, which again is earthdayomaha.org. Okay, perfect. And if anybody needed to reach out, is there a phone number they can call or email or is just... You can email us through the website. That's the best way okay. to, to reach us. We're all volunteer run. Um, okay. So I don't want to give out anyone's phone number, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, reaching us through the website um, is the best way to do that. All right. Well, it has really been a great pleasure of mine to speak with you both. Um, personally, I think every day is Earth Day. That's been my motto, as well as love your mother, because really, once it's gone, mm-hmm. we're gone too. So thank you for all the work that you do and enlightening all of the Omaha residents to, well, get with the program, because we got to do something, right? <laughs> is there anything else you want to add? Um, no, I just hope that we see as many people as, as possible in the park on Saturday. It's going to be a really fun day. Like Rob said, hopefully no rain. I, this is my seventh year and I've never had any rain. So Ooh. fingers crossed. Okay. As long as it comes before 11 and after six, we should might be a lucky charm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. And I hope that you have a smashing, wonderful event because I think you will. I think people are ready. So again, yeah. thank you for all that you do. Really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us today, Angie and Rob. I'm Cammie Carlisle. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. Thanks so much for tuning in. You've been listening to Community Conversations on Radio Talking Book. It's the interview program that brings you voices from the Omaha community. The Radio Talking Book Network is brought to you with the cooperation of KIOS-FM in Omaha and statewide through the facilities of NET Radio and Television. We've been proudly serving our blind and visually impaired listeners for 46 years. Thank you for being a loyal Radio Talking Book listener and supporter.